But it's 100% her fault. Oh, 100%. Well, no, not 100%. He could have said no. No, do you think Bob would be able to do his math in class if she was dressed like that in the classroom with him? No, these <laughs> women need to cover up. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that, but... G.I. Joe! Welcome, horrible people, to the Horrible Opinions Podcast. And as always, I'm your awesome host... Kenny, who doesn't talk for this entire episode. Oh, I was going to say that I was your silent Daniel, because I'm like the one who doesn't talk. But deadly. I'm pouring gas on your gas, Ryan? Oh, no. we sh- <laughs> Okay, we should read. Ryan shouldn't have said anything. He should have been silent. That would have been better. Ah. But what I will say ah. is, put your balls on, boys, because where are we going? We're going to Willy's Wonderland! We are, of course, doing 2021's Five Nights at uh, Far. Sorry, uh, uh, One Night in Willie's Wonderland. 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 Or sleepover Wonderland. at Chuck E. Cheese. Where we're going, only one man has gone before. Who? Mister Nicholas Cage himself. We're gonna get an hour and a half of Nick Cage witty dialogue, crazy antics. Being the Nick Cage we all know and love. My favorite thing about Nick Cage is his voice. Oh my god, it's so dreamy. Let's uh let's Willie do this, fellas. Get 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 give me that uh sweet, sweet synopsis, boys. It's five nights at Freddy's. Nailed it. Uh now surely they wouldn't try to imply that the lore is somewhat similar too, would they? Like it's people's spirits trapped. What is the lore of Five Nights at Freddy's? Uh, it's you, too deep. Like, we can't some, get into that. There's, some, there's like five What's, hours of YouTube videos. Okay, you'd surface have to watch. level. Is it is it Look, robots in Five Nights at Freddy's or is it? It's like haunted animatronics. Animatronics. Exactly like this. So it's exactly like Willie. Yes, my ten year old is currently asleep on the couch. Otherwise, I would go ask her, and she will tell you. There's a whole Larkin family, not the Arkin, the Lark. I don't. It's it's really neat. It is kind of cool, actually. It's pretty deep and dark. Like, she tells me I'm interested, but she's still too scared to play the actual games, which I've only played the first two. I haven't, I don't think I beat either one of them. I've just watched the lower videos. I think they kind of suck. As games? Yeah. Probably. I, I haven't had fun. I'm bored. So, Kenny, you you saw this movie before? Oh, yeah. Okay. I've watched this movie multiple times. I bought the vinyl for it because I love the soundtrack so much. I'm excited because I knew this is one of those cases where I picked the movie that I'd seen. You guys haven't, and I know it's a good movie. I don't care if you guys were going to like it or not, but I felt like you would. <laughs> He's trying to throw us right but, back to Cthulhu in the desert, Daniel. <laughs> in the desert. But My favorite movie being, we've done. <laughs> it's a good movie. That being said, I also know that throughout this movie, one of the amusing things is Nick Cage doesn't talk at all and it's also a really good movie where you're just like what are we going to talk about there's a lot of we're going to have to just be describing kills we're not going to be able to just chew up so much dumb dialogue and whatnot plus the movie just goes it's just good even when they lean into dumb stuff they this movie knows what it is i would like to to lampoon it theorize on nick cage's character's backstory the janitor oh my god okay yes what what is it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so no that's look, not a theory the daniel <laughs> okay i can give you my theory all right i'll give you my theory then oh go oh for it. okay oh i okay yes yes go ahead you go first because i have lots of once from this character so, in this universe i think he is a parent of one of the murdered kids and he's come back to get revenge nope that's too personal and he wouldn't have cared about his breaks. He would have just fucking killed him. Well, okay, so I think he had to take the breaks because the punch juice is what is enabling him to be such a badass because it's like super soldier serum and it takes a certain amount of time to get in the bloodstream and then it wears off after an hour. So then you have to go uh, drink another one and then take 10 minutes while that seeps back into your bloodstream and then you're ready to go. Some of his breaks do come a lot quicker than others. No, I think this is just a case of like, here's this destructive force in this Willy's Wonderland, and here's another more destructive force just cruising through, and he gets thrown into this thing, and I said it way before the character said it, oh no, he's not trapped in there with you, (laughs) 
you're trapped in there with him. And then she literally says it later. And I remember I died laughing the first time I watched this when she said the line. And I, I loved it again here. I think he's just some badass guy. We don't know where he's fucking going. But I like to think that we keep making these movies and he just keeps running into these types of situations. I would I would like to see this character fuck up like a haunted uh, amusement park or he fucking he runs into like a he runs into the alien the xenomorphs and he just fucking beats the shit out of them yeah he his spaceship gets a fucking flat engine flat and he it's a he has to get on on this other spaceship to fucking repair and we don't explain why he's in space all of a sudden no 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 no, no. you don't don't. he's just there he's he's omnipresent he's like a he's like a doctor who he's another one of the time lords and he's just fucking existing. And yeah, he just fucking casually like, cleaned up the fucking, uh, what was the name of the ship? He's a alien? space janitor. <laughs> space, yeah, Wanator. And he just fuck he fucks it up. And he just he goes through, now, this is our, instead of instead of running the pure slapstick, like straight man, comedy man, like comedy duo, like Abbott Costello meet the monsters. I want the janitor just showing up and fucking up. And I want it to be all the very obvious ripoffs of the real things like this. Like, this isn't Jason. This is Frank, and he wears a more modern hockey mask. <laughs> that that's his thing. And here's you know here's this serial killer over here in Illinois, and he wears a a, a bleach Spock mask. And we just we just clearly rip him off. But then he just he just fucks them all up, and it's gonna be great. He could be our modern day yes, Ashley Ryan. Williams. What is your thoughts? I once we learned why the robots were doing what they were doing. I thought that the silent hero was really some kind of priest who was perfor- doing a fighting exorcism okay. on release. Like he is literally kicking ass for the Lord. Uh-huh. And, and, he, and he has to take these breaks. Cool reference, bro. Because uh, the good Lord said to, you know, always rest on some Sundays or something like that. But or, or something it's be- like that. <laughs> or it's because uh, he. I like your idea that he has to power up after each one too. Uh-huh. And he had because he's doing an exorcism. He has to make sure that the demonic spirit is present and materialized in the vessel inside the animatronic for him to do it. That's why he stops one character from uh, attacking one of them when it wasn't doing anything. The demon must, the spirit has to be there and manifest in order for his kick-ass exorcism to work. That was my idea. That's not my take. Sure, but I'm going to get nitpicky and you can see that the the animatronic, they're always moving. But they're not always attacking. But they're, like, you can see them breathing. They're They're always moving. It's, Mm, here's my thing no it's not that deep (laughs) no it wasn't Uh, that was my thought and by the end of the movie i'm like nope that's not what was happening yeah i I, I want to make it more deep than it is because if it's not attacking them he's not going to attack it because you see the mess it makes every time one that's true he's just there to clean up he's trying to clean up he fucking cleans the shit out of that place and then fucking hydraulic fluid going everywhere after time every time he kills one of these things like no you're not i'm i'm cleaning this place up you're not gonna go over there and just do a little shank like you just hold up man like i don't come to your house i don't shit in your floor like you don't yeah because he's just there man he's it's not personal he's not look he even waves at the sheriff after she points a gun at him like within like 15 minutes maybe you should explain what this is for someone who doesn't know what five nights at freddy's is oh well that was your guy's job. Well, you I didn't do it. I didn't, I didn't do it, though. Basically, you got like a Chuck E. Cheese style establishment, which if you don't know what that is, it's a place for children. It's to like Five Nights at Freddy's. It's a Freddy. You've got these huge, I say huge, they're, you know, adult size animatronic characters that are up on stage singing and dancing. You'd have them come out in a mascot outfit and give your child pizza for your birthday, all fun and whatnot. But in this case, they're possessed by evil spirits through a satanic suicide ritual. So they didn't get, you know, murdered by the cops in the flashback. And uh, they are in this decrepit old Willy's Wonderland because they couldn't keep it open because people were dying and they thought they could just board the place up and just ignore it, but then they started leaving and killing the townspeople, so then they came and they made an agreement with the animatronics saying, hey, we will feed you victims, you just stay here. That's how we get in the situation where the mechanic throws down a spike strip for vehicles, flattens her tires, he ends up coming up, saving the day, takes them to their shop, like, oh, I only take cash. Oh, the ATM doesn't work because we never had internet installed. We never were gonna get it. But we did never put an ATM there without internet in the first place. That's fucking stupid. No one believes that. Well, so hold on, hold on. Has... ATMs existed before the internet. Yeah, you just need a phone. 
I would assume you just need a phone, but that's still something like, I don't, look. Like, I don't know, man. Yes, maybe. Did they? I don't actually know that for a fact, but I said you it. said that. So I said it. It sounded convincing. But anyway, nobody's got, he was $1,000 for some new tires or something, which he had a high-end vehicle with some low-profile tires that easily could have been 1000 bucks mm, more. Listen for to this tire guy. Hey, look, I know. So that's a believable price, but it's also believable he's not going to have that on him. He's like, oh, well, you want to work it off? and nick cage again he doesn't yeah right he doesn't talk he just gives him a stare and he's like okay cool i'll take you to a place and so that's how we get nick Cage. this is where i wrote down is nick cage just not gonna talk throughout this entire movie that was also my prediction he was not gonna speak he was gonna let his sunglasses do all the talking for him i think here's the thing so nick he was very protective of the script. He went out, he became a producer of it. Like he was he when he got onto this movie, he was in love with it, which I feel like he gets that way about probably That's a lot of That's not his the only sense. thing he falls in love with in this movie. Well, I would say he does that now. This is probably one of the first projects like post I no longer have to take every single job proposed to me cuz I'm in debt, right? Yeah, I mean he still kind of takes some random jobs, but he's had a couple bangers pop up around this. I don't remember what what when stuff came out, but I like Mandy was really good. Color Out of Space was really good. Uh-huh, he uh-huh, snuck uh-huh. out like Parents was really good. He still had some duds out there. Into Into Ghostland was okay for like fun. It's not his worst thing. And then he came out. I haven't actually watched Pig yet, but I hear good things. But like he got into it like when. <laughs> In the unbearable weight of massive talent, which is his magnum opus, in my opinion, it's a fantastic movie, and he says, we're back. Not that we ever went anywhere. To me, he never did go anywhere, because he was throwing out these low-key bangers. He was still doing good performances, it's just the movies around those performances. Right, because everyone knows he is fairly eccentric in real life, and yeah, had gotten some financial issues with just buying entire museums and pyramids and shit. Well, I mean, divorce, man. It'll get you every time. I was wondering if this was his response to like the critic, the critics of his performance in the Wicker Man remake. <laughs> he did too much in that, so he's doing. It, it, it was way the bees, ah, the bees. So you know that not so fun. I mean, funny, but not, not so fun. <laughs> and so you know when what? Hear... I'm gonna show those assholes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal the fucking screen every time I'm on it. I'm not gonna say a thing. Not a goddamn thing. Here's the thing: every time I hear Nick talk about one of his little movies. He always seems like, well, I I read this character and then immediately made me think of this. And so I'm going to do this. So like all his characters at this point are like homages to other, the way he plays them is an homage to some other thing. Who's this this an homage to? Big cinephile. I forget. I was looking to see if it was written down in the IMDb because when it first came out, I was reading all the stuff like, really? He didn't talk. I wanted to know why. And there was something somewhere that said it, but I don't remember where. I couldn't find it. I've let you down. I've let me down. Everyone's... It's almost like if Snake Plissken didn't talk. Oh, it, oh, sure. It literally just says Nick Cage was intrigued by the idea of making a movie without any speaking lines. But I swear there was something else to it. Daniel, when we get to the part of the movie at the shop, first off, uh, I believe the the character's name is Tex, who's the uh, the driver, mechanic, mechanic driver. Tex is yeah. Tex is the owner of the thing. Who was the Who was the Tex is the owner of Willie's right now? No, yes, uh, was it Jed? Yes. Jed sounds Jed. right. Jed sounds okay, like a Jed. Tr- sounds like a truck driver name. Jed, did you think when Jed would just kept talking and talking at a silent Nick Cage, you just go, "Oh, I get it. This is Kenny in a split reality." I 100 <laughs> percent did think Kenny. Yes. Did you th- also is, think Kenny? my thought okay, was okay. this is Kenny talking to a sleeping Ryan at one of my gymnastic <laughs> meets? I mean, look, Nick Cage gave me a lot more to work with than sleeping Ryan. I tell you that much. <laughs> No, that's not what I was thinking. I was thinking, you guys want to see a Half-Life movie. This is your Gordon Freeman. Okay. You want to uh, you want to adapt that Gordon never talks. But but it doesn't make sense for Gordon to never talk. Does it make sense for Nick Cage to never talk? Yes, he does it's, he's 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 evolved beyond words. He's yeah, but Nick Cage isn't playing like a scientist character that this uh, that all these people are pretending is saying things. Well, they pretend it. It's like, oh yeah, you you don't want to talk about your past. I get it. Like he's just staring. Well, they're they're with just sunglasses. projecting. They're just projecting. He's not onto even him, right. That's all they're doing to Gordon. That's all Gordon's actually a janitor. He's not a scientist at all. I mean, same th- same same. Look, like Nick Cage even like meets uh what's live like sees her getting pulled out by the sheriff as he's pulling up and he stares at her through the sunglasses. He looked at me. She's seeing it. Yeah, they they immediately fall in love. I don't think that's what something. it is, but it's so weird. But it's, it's I think she's it's in, what like, it's one person 
now looking at her him going oh a sacrifice yeah but he's looking at her like what you, you just i don't know yeah but in reality he's actually got his eyes closed because he's wearing glasses we don't know he's he like doesn't sleeping. blink a single time in this movie she thinks it's a big moment but he's sleeping daniel when when jed tells nick cage that there's no internet we um we only <laughs> accept cash money the credit card machine is down oh you don't got cash well i got a side gig you could do to make money did that raise any red flags for you yes i was wondering does i was i asked if i was wondering like does everyone know the building's haunted if so what is the plan is it just capitalism what are we doing right now i have another question did the lack of internet raise more of a red flag than the fact that they showed us laying out the spike strip but the spike strip should be the red flag because like if it had just been like nails or like glass on the road or something that would be one thing but it was like just a straight up spike strip i figured jed had laid out the spike strip because there's no one here and this would be his only means of making money is by repairing these people's cars. I thought, but once we got to his mechanic shop, and he's like, oh, no cash, huh? Okay, this is what I need you to do. I'm like, okay, so we've got a setup where you got to spend the night in the haunted mansion and get your share of your uncle's inheritance kind of deal. And I'm like, okay, so what does Jed know about this place? And then we go and we there we meet Tex. Okay, Tex is the owner. What does he know about this place? Do they know they're feeding people? to willies and if so why are they doing that mm-hmm. at that point you should kind of like get the feeling they they know they're feeding it to willies because well they laid out the spike strip and if they just wanted money they would have had the atm working yeah that is true so if you can give money's... people an easier way to give you money yeah hey it's your birthday so let's party everyone so, so when, that's happening when nick cage uh when his car gets the flat tires he stands in front of it <laughs> oh and yes the shadow yes daniel changes so like how long was he standing there that is my That's exact a, written my notes, note you daniel. Son of a bitch we can't all be on the same page that doesn't make sense this is <laughs> which which draws into my thing that he he knows that this is so they've set a trap but he's he's uno reverse card him he set a trap and then they're walking into it by picking him up and then taking him there that's why he's or preloaded he's with like, punch drink Mm-hmm. Because he's, he's got, got so many fucking, of those. Why does he he's have got those? A burlap sack full of fucking hey, soda. It's Who punch, does that? A fistful of caffeine for your kisses or to your uh, kisses for your kisser. Kisser, kisser. Yeah. It's and it's it's punch pop. I also You'll wrote see, down that this movie uh, has a fetish with boots. You sure. Nice boots. We get a lot of boot shots. We get a lot of clean shirts. <laughs> Look, I th- I'm sure because you guys clearly had to wrote my notes because no way we all think the same thing. You guys see every time he goes on break, I type break time, punch pop, baby. <laughs> and then later it's break time, punch pop, baby, pinball time. Pinball time. <laughs> and I, I get to do that like 20 times because he takes a lot of breaks. Well, he, work hard, yeah. play hard. I thought oh, yeah, it was weird when Tex was, he get, so he gets there, Tex gives him the, here's the rundown, you, you spend the night in the creepy place, and by the next day, you clean it up, and we'll take care of your car and all that shit. But then he's walking around being like, now, be sure to, but he's mentioning, like, this place has been closed down for a, a while, a long time. But we want to get it opened back up, you Sure, know? But, but then he says, so, but be sure to help yourself to whatever food or drink is in here, and take lots of breaks. And I'm thinking, what food or drink has been left so, in here that he would eat? consume would be the food and right. drink left now by that comes up previous people previous food they brought in for the uh like for willie that comes up i i have a comment on that later because we're doing um some jump cuts of him later when he's going crazy on the pinball machine during like his dancing and stuff they flash a shot of a fucking hot dog and i'm like there is not a hot dog in there that he is gonna eat like he brings his own soda that's fine but where the fuck did why did we just show a hot dog well these other people that have been staying there brought the food no, that, how you, often you do they get victims there. there? You only go in there to get destroyed. Right, by... the people that they that they trick into going in there to stay the night, they probably brought food with them. Oh, we happen to have hot dogs in our car already. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's better okay. than my eternal monologue for him, which was, oh, thanks, I'll just help myself to a fine bowl of cobwebs. Oh, at least I've I mean, got my punch. <laughs> this is where we disagree, Ryan, in that I would be like, oh, great, even if it's fresh, I don't want Chuck E. Cheese fucking pizza, but you seemed to like it last time. In this movie, we get Willy Weasel, Siren Sarah, Cammy the Chameleon, Tito the Turtle, Artie the Alligator, <laughs> my, Nighty Night, favorite. Gus the Gorilla, and Ozzy the Ostrich. Would you guys, uh, what was Siren, 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 Sirenson, you know, would you? You mean Tinkerbell? Yeah, yeah, would you? Oh, would you? Yeah, yeah, would you? 
Oh, no, not after uh, Nick Cage ruined her with, like, just letting <laughs> her gobble his taint. Like, I'm not going to be able to compete with that. <laughs> I can't compete with that. Did you see the way she's spidering around? Sign me I up. I don't like that. We've established I don't like when people do that. <laughs> That's true. We have established that. Okay, look. We've got some fun animatronics, and they look great, I think. They look really good. Wonderful. Except for the knight. The knight's like, the knight is just a cast off from like a fucking college mascot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why the knight's there. He's kind it's of. So, it doesn't make thematically, like, why do we have a, I, whatever. And why we try to say Sarah's a siren instead of a fairy. You don't have to call her Tinkerbell. Other fairies exist. She's clearly a fucking fairy. And Cammy the Chameleon, why she gotta be so ugly and why they gotta, why she gotta be like, they all say I'm ugly. And then I'm like, well, shit, now I said it too and I feel bad. I don't think they actually say that. I bet they do. Fuck Cammy the Chameleon, lying bass bitch. And fuck that dumbass who believed her. What's, uh, dumb as shit, kid. These kids are all dumb as shit. The kids were all dumb, Except yeah. for Liv. Liv has a, okay, first off, Liv, she lives with the sheriff who's taken her away, played by Beth Grant, who you've probably seen him things. She gets brought back into their house and the sheriff handcuffs her to like a radiator, which weird to have one of those bolted down in what I think is a trailer. Yeah. Tells her like there's chips on the counter, shit in the bucket. First off, I don't have anything good in my house to handcuff people to. The bed is just going to fall apart. I'm Do you thinking. guys have good handcuff spots? Yeah, the, the pole metal pole in the garage. I think that would pull right out. I don't think that's really holding anything. I don't know why it's there just to get hit by my car door. Hmm. Then perhaps maybe the the water spigot out in the yard. Yeah, but that's outside. We have a black snake. Well, we can't have a black snake moan situation properly because we don't <laughs> got like good handcuff things. You don't have a, a not bunch even of in the murder room. Ready around? Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, do you got any good place to handcuff people to in your house? I don't know how China does their hostage stuff. Um, let me see. No, everything pretty much could come out. I like that you can like see your whole apartment from where you're sitting, though. That's a good. <laughs> Because he's is, for hey. the people who can't see, which is everyone who's not us, he's just looking left and right. <laughs> this is downtown living, baby. <laughs> downtown, Kenny. I downtown. When the sheriff took Liv and handcuffs her to I, the radiator, I had a couple of thoughts. My first thought was, what kind of small podunk town is this that their jail cell is a house? <laughs> I thought that was the jail cell. <laughs> I thought she was a jail cell. What? And then the throwing her in the bucket. It wasn't until her 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 chums, her friends came to bust her out. And I'm like, oh, well, no, their interaction kind of teed me off that they were they had a relationship with each other, right? But yeah, until it's, then, plus it's small I, town stuff. I, like I yeah, I thought this was just where they put the people to sleep off, like their drunken their drunk nights. You have to sleep in the sheriff's house. You gotta sleep. Here's your bucket. God damn it. I want to sleep in the sheriff's house again. Yeah, so we got our fun gang of youths showing up to have fun and take vengeance on robots. And then Liv's like, look, this isn't supposed to be fun, okay? You guys saw what they did. And then what's his name? Fucking, I think it's Chris. It's like, yeah, whatever she says, because I'm trying to smash, but I'm stuck in this friend zone. He says that. He might as well say that because everyone knows that's what's happening. It is known. So we got the youths are going to be heading to Willie's because they know Willie's is fucked up. At the beginning of the movie, we had a shaky cam murder of two people. We find out later those two people had a little girl and that was Liv who survived by hiding in a closet. And then the sheriff just takes the little girl like as her own. Like, well, I can't just leave her here and be weird, but whatever. You're my little girl now. And the kid just apparently adapts to that pretty quickly as she gets older she's like nah you murdered my parents essentially fucking weird but we get back to nick cage who's just a heckin good cleaner he is a cleaning machine now even if there's no murders or anything going on the size of that place and how grimy it i don't is, think he'd he gets, get it done in a night he gets the whole thing done while also stopping the murder stuff and re-cleaning areas and yeah there's no fucking way it takes forever to clean he's one man now also, surely the past people that have been getting in there have been able to accomplish some cleaning before. Well, not everyone was assigned the task of cleaning. Sometimes it's Sometimes just like, hey, the, a place I, you're going to need a night, a place to stay the night, so here you go. Yeah, they should have all been cleaning. Because there's like party supplies and stuff like laying around on the tables and shit. Now, I said he's a good cleaner, but 
Later, I also point out he's not cleaning right, though. You should really be working top down, like clean off your surfaces and stuff like that, because he's just randomly mopping when there's shit still all over the floor and he hasn't cleaned off the tables. When you're like when you're cleaning your kitchen, wipe down your counters and shit. Well, early on, on I think he's just burning time because he knows that that one of the animatronics is going to come and jump him. He does see them moving. Maybe that's why he wants to have the mop out and ready because. Yeah, and they are moving. He was ready. He doesn't get attacked before his first break time, though. He goes and finds his, his break room. He puts his burlap sack of worth of sodas into the cooler. He takes them out of the sack. He notices the covered pinball machine and like, oh, yeah, we're in a little get a little arcade action. See what I did there? I changed the, the D to a G because his name's Nick Cage and arcade. And like, I'm here all week. Don't worry about it. He doesn't quite get that set up on his first break. We got to build up to his good break times. And he goes back out there. He, we see a shot of the ostrich, Ozzy the ostrich poster, character poster on the wall. And then he's mopping. And I'm like, don't try it, Big Bird. Fucking ostrich shows up and Nick Cage just stares at it. And he does like a hard like tap at it. And then he taps it twice. And now before we get to this scene, though, is there a continuity error? I feel like Nick Cage already had a Band-Aid on his face. Did he or no? I didn't notice it. Didn't notice. Okay, because the bird picks... Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah, he had the piece of tape on his cheek already. I thought it was a Band-Aid, and I thought it was replaced by tape. The bird pecks him in the face. He didn't like that. He fucking he stomps off the end of the mop. Is doing that. The Ozzy the Ostrich gets the upper hand, so then he fucking busts the mop handle in half into some, what's a similar weapon of that size? Like little, uh, what are the sticks? Not like nightsticks. I don't know. Anyway, he's wielding these things and he's just beating the shit out of Ozzy the Ostrich. Beats him down on the ground and then he stands up and he pulls out his fucking spine. And it's important to note that he, there was no hesitation in him beginning his martial arts against the bird. He wasn't shocked that the bird had pecked him. He wasn't shocked that the animatronic had come to life. Yeah, like he smacks it like, you gonna start it or what? (laughs) Yeah. He was super chill when Ozzy said, I'm gonna feast on your face. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i mean he's kicking ass for the lord guys i'm telling yes, you i do love that the animatronics all have like alternative lines from evil dead movies yeah true now i forgot to mention that he does he gets in there he changes into a willie's wonderland shirt because there's a stack of them in the closet it's a big stack that's important because now he's covered again so he goes he bags up ozzy he- also he's looking good he's look he's got like a swole dad bod like it's it's a fit dad bod you know i'm i just thought of this that's actually a good way to avoid continuity errors. If every after every fight you clean up a little bit and then change what you were wearing, so that you don't have to keep track of the amount of gore that's, that's been true, going right. on you in previous scenes. Now I feel like they slipped up again later, and I haven't verified this yet. But after his second fight, he well, this one he duct tapes up the wound on his face. His second fight, he does like a body wrap of duct tape. I feel like we see him changing shirts later, and he doesn't have that. Uh, no, he does. He has it. That. He has it. Does it? Okay. I remember okay. seeing well, anyway. it at least one more time after that. Okay, okay, okay. I, I wasn't sure on that one. But you can't keep him caged. Now it's break time again. Punch pop, baby! <laughs> and then he's he's cleaning the pinball machine on his break. Because, hey, this is going to be for fun. And it's your birthday. It's your birthday. The animatronics start playing their, their little ditty. He goes out there. After clean, he cleans up the bathroom really fucking good. He goes out there, looks at the animatronics. The, he turns them back off. Then you see the bathroom door close. He goes back in there, and the ape has escaped. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the gorilla, he's like, you'll never find me, as he's shutting all the stalls in the bathroom. As a big gorilla. How did he hide? He like he opens all of them. It's, he's not there. It's a teleportation, materialization out of nothing. It's fine. I, it's, I, I'm not bothered by it. I just think it's funny. Hey, hey Ryan. Hey, Kenny. You're as hot as a pancake on a griddle and just as yummy. That turned me on a little bit because I got a half chub when the gorilla said that. That's my new pickup line. <laughs> I guess I came full masked when he said, I'm going to eat your eyes out and then feast on your soul. Hell yes. Gorilla right, greetings. Once again. Are <laughs> you guys familiar with Vinny Caravella's uh, bathroom fear? Uh, no. no. So uh, this is Vinny of... Nextlander, of Nextlander, former Giant form, Bomb, now former, okay. formerly of Giant Bomb. Uh, so he 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 sometimes talks about his bathroom fear of while being at the urinal peeing, someone coming up behind him and then slamming his face into the urinal, doing an American mm. History X mm. to him. On the, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that's what peeing. happens. <laughs> that's exactly what I said, Ryan. Yeah, to the gorilla. Okay, that's how he finished. Yeah, Kenny. So at this point, losing. I was wondering if. The spirits of this place 
wanted it dirty. And every time you cleaned it is what was triggering them to attack. I'm trying to figure out what the rules of this reality are. You know, what's what's causing them to come out? It's video game rules. Willie is, I say Wally, it was originally Wally's, but it got changed to Will. Willie's, Willie's in charge. He's the cult leader here. He's sending out his weakest one at a time. It's like, okay, you want a shot at him? Go get him. Oh, wow, you didn't make it. Hey, how about you go give a crack at him? Because Willie doesn't need to do the killing himself. They all enjoy it. So it's like, hey, you guys go ahead. Because Willie knows if he does it, he's just going to fucking win. There's no fun oh, in that. Oh, absolutely. That's my, so this is this is our, our boss battles getting bigger and oh, bigger okay. and bigger. I'm with you. That's my thoughts there. All right. Well, I mean, after this, we get our, our good friend Nick Cage, you know, doing the duct tape around him, upping his armor class by a plus two, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which, again, though, he didn't win, like, hand to hand. He gets he gets the shit kicked out of him for a second, tossed into the urinal, and then he comes out with a plunger. So then he has a weapon again. Yes. <laughs> Clean shirt. He has to re-clean the bathroom because that thing was spotless and that was fucking covered again after that fucking beautiful stomp in the urinal. Duct tape holding him together, his face and his body. But you know what time it is. Break time. Punch pop. <laughs> now he's sitting there going, he's going to town with a nail brush. Like, cause he's like, no, I got the fucking gorilla blood under my nails. I thought that was sandpaper. It was. It, it sounded it, it like it, sandpaper. but no, I think it was it. I thought it was a nail brush. It was. I, no, nah. Hmm. It sounded like sandpaper. It's cause, that's because it was. Oh well, shit. He's polishing up the pinball machine though, so we're getting closer to pinball. And now we get you're you're pouring gas on top of my gas, which he was. But then after they switch places because the other guy's annoyed, the other guy goes back to that same spot to start pouring <laughs> gas again. Did you notice that? I noticed that because these are dumb teens. Yes, uh, they're not great. They've shown up at Willie's. So what, what's happening, Ryan? A little bit before this, we have a scene at the sheriff's office where a new deputy has come in, and the sheriff. We learn the sheriff is basically in on what's happening. And I, my question is, is this some kind of special sacrifice day that just the whole town has agreed on that we get one person and we send them to Willie's, they die, and then our harvest is blo- you know, bloom for the rest of the year. Our crops are great. Our, our babies hey, go off uh, to college, all this kind of stuff. A cabin in the woods on a smaller scale? Yeah. The sheriff and the officer who's from out of town, and she's like, you see that phone? Our entire job is to sit here and pray it doesn't ring. But when it does ring, she ignores it the first time. So why not Why not just unplug it or leave? Why, why bring in an extra deputy? Why do we care if they're murdering yeah. people? That was the whole point. If you went there, that's on you. I thought this meant that that deputy was going, she was going to have to kill him by the time this movie was over because he was going to learn about the secret and that would be a problem. I feel like you don't let a non-local who's not in on the secret get into yeah, this position. I mean, yeah, you don't, you don't tell a non-cult member about your cultish ways. You don't. That's there's there's that's cat fi- there's low. catfishing and honey potting that have to go. You know, before that, you honey dicking? Uh, Are hum- you honey dicking? Hum- I'm putting my hands in the honey pot. Come at me, Pooh Bear. <laughs> yeah. So fucking. Oh, okay. So that's going on. They're in on it. The teens are pouring gas in the building. They're ready to light it on fire. But Liv, who's our main teen, says, hold on, we got to save the guy. There's a guy in there. And that's when I wrote down again. He isn't locked in there with them. (laughs) They're locked in with him. She looks through the window and sees him. She's like, sir. He's like cleaning the oven. Like, you have to get out of there. It's not safe. And he just stares at her. Then he just fucking goes back to working. He's like, God damn it. Like, okay, I know we said we weren't going in there, but I'm going to go in there and save him. You guys stay out here. Find a way to get us out. Then we get classic movie air ducts that could fit an entire minivan driving through Huge vents. Maze-like vents. And I'm like, is there going to be? Oh, God, there is a puppet in the vent. (laughs) Hey. Do you guys know what you can do in the Five Nights at Freddy's games? You can shut off the vents, close the vents. Uh huh. They got cameras and stuff in the vents because the creatures will come into your office from either sides of the vents, yeah. at least in the first two, I guess. And we get the crocodile. Is, is that the one in the event? In the vent? Or is it Tito? It's no, it's the RT, the alligator. Sorry, he's an alligator, but I'm going to say crocodile because this <laughs> is part of the Croc Cinematic Universe. <laughs> This is the incident that where his wife oh, died. God, we do have the same notes because my note is our Croc cinematic cinematic universe is expanding <laughs> once again. <laughs> yeah, I would say we're some would say we're the same people sometimes. Oh man, I I have listened to our podcast and one time I thought it was me talking, but it was you. Wow, yeah. that was weird. Yeah, was it a so bit disappointing? Already, <laughs> yeah, it was sad. I was like, do I really sound that old and sad? <laughs> yeah, but um, oh. <laughs> so she falls through the vent after Artie the alligator is 
chasing her and they land she landed the ball no the kids landed the ball pit kids on the roof fall in the, the ball pit. she's in the jungle she's yeah. i, she's I thought this looked like why does this place have a swamp room yeah it's a tinkerbell fucking jungle it's tinkerbell room. from hell yeah how big is this building it's fucking huge because they got these massive character themed rooms for weird side parties and i didn't actually i don't know man look it's it's a thing don't worry about it i laughed so hard when nick cage walked into that room his little alarm went off, so no, he just gives her the pocket break. knife and leaves. Yes, he's like, "No, nah, you gotta clean this place now." And then he goes to have his his punch. Yeah. Oh yeah. God! So Pop, punch, break time. Oh, he, the kid, the rest of the kids are shot outside, and they hear Liv scream. So they're like, "Well, we gotta go inside." Because we we think that she's been killed by uh, the 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 siren because she's like the creepy siren. spider walking all over the place. Which, the fact that she wasn't is weird, because we find her, she drops out of a tree later in Nick Cage. Well, she yeah. stabbed her. She wasn't dead. Yeah. She says she stabbed why that was, bitch. Why was one of these friends, like, straight out of the disco era? Like, her makeup, her outfit? Okay, one more observation about that, because this was uh, the only other female, and this was... Who was this? Was this Kathy? Kathy? Okay, yeah. Kathy. In the scene where... They all come to the trailer to bust her out. All the guys are talking, uh, running their mouths and saying how, oh, go find a key. How are we going to get her out? And Kathy is completely silent, just walks over, takes out a hairpin and unlocks the handcuffs. And so, so you thought she was going to be smarter and more capable than she ended up being? Well, no, I'm just saying that the movie, this movie says the, the people who run their mouths don't accomplish shit. The silent, yeah. strong types are the ones who can actually take care of business. And it's when Kathy actually starts talking later is that's when she gets killed, right? Oh. When her hormones run wild. Well, I mean, that'll, Bobby is, that'll, sure. That'll Bobby, happen. Bobby will flood you. Oh, you a freak freak. You a freak freak. <laughs> oh, you not into that? I didn't say that. Oh, my God. That was so dumb. So they get on the roof trying to find a way in to go save her, even though she specifically said, do not come in here. Find a way to get us out. They're up there. Bobby is like, Bobby keeps trying to leave. And then his, you know, his lady, uh, we just said her name and I already forgot it. It's Kathy. I'm team Bobby. Kathy. Yeah. Kathy's climbing up the ladder. Bobby's like, whoa, because we're seeing up Kathy's skirt. And he's like, whoa, 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 cover your eyes. And then he climbs up right behind her. They go up there. He's like, we should leave, okay? This is dumb. And then eventually, what's the other? Chris is like, we have to save her. Like, she's not going to fuck you, man. You keep like... Kissing that ass ain't going to get you that ass. Yes. It will get you that killed. that ass ain't going to get you that. Yeah. Ah, ah. And that's like, what happens. this bitch. That's what happens. And then the roof collapses. Yeah. Daniel, they Kenny, when they were on the, the roof, did you say, oh, this you, this uh, roof shares the same cinematic universe as the room? I actually did. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. Okay. 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 Just checking. Yeah. Just checking. I didn't, I didn't say that, but I got you. I got you, fam. The background just looks, it just yeah, looks yeah, yeah, off, yeah, yeah. just off enough that you're like, uh, what? Well, you stole this from is... the room B <laughs> yeah. footage somehow. I don't know how you did it. And Tommy you color Tony totally in that come for you. It is in the Croc cinematic universe, so it makes sense. We haven't covered the room yet, so it can't be in the universe. Well, he intentionally made a bad movie now. He's got like a shark movie or something that's coming out. That doesn't work the same. It's not the same. It doesn't. People... It looks like bad, bad, not enjoyable, bad. But anyway, they, they're in the building now. They're in the ball pit. Oh, Kenny, you're missing the best part because that's when because when Bobby tells him that Bobby turns around because he's going to leave and Chris gets mm-hmm. angry. Yeah. So Chris does a shove behind. And the way I saw this, it looked like he grabs him and then they drop out of the frame and then dust just explodes. So I thought Bobby had exploded into dust. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't oh, know. God. I was just like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> Was he a scarecrow or something? What just happened? <laughs> but no, they always just, has been. They fell into a ball pit, but um, it was funny for me. He drinks exclusively pop punch, and all the caffeine's dehydrated him to a point that when he gets contacted, he explodes into dust. Damn, <laughs> dust in the wind, guys. Dust in the wind. This is yeah. So then, like you said, the Nick Cage saves her in there, and then they're out there in the main area, and then she wants to stab him, and he's like, "No, no, no, you don't." We don't make messes. You don't kill this one unless it's trying to kill you. It's my job to kill him. Now, I'm going to go try to go over here. And the, Bobby and Kathy, we're going to go over here in this other room because splitting up is smart considering we just said how dangerous these things are. They're all killers. We're all well aware of this. But then we get a lore dump. And my note here was that someone needs to take notes. So did one of you take notes on this lore dump? 
1996, Jerry Robert Willis, a serial killer. He gets his serial killer gang around, and he uses Willies as a cover to murder families in the fun room. How do they keep getting families to come there and throw birthday parties if they're essentially murdering the families at every private birthday party? Eventually, you're, eventually you're going to run out of families. Jerry and his crew of satanic, uh, or they form a satanic suicide ritual once they realize the cops are onto them, uh, which catches and transfers their energy into, of living energy into non-living entities. And then I went, <coughs> child's play. Yep. This is where I said, did the ritual go, give me the power I <laughs> beg no, of you. That's not a satanic so, ritual. That's voodoo. That's true. It was, it was, it was oh, slightly okay. different. Voodoo doesn't mean bad. There could be good voodoo. And then we find out that they tried to close the plate once they keep it open keep it open and that got accidents and then eventually a child died and so then they tried to close yes. it but then the the animatronics would leave willie's wonderland out into the town and start murdering people that way so they all well the sheriff tex and jed made a deal with willie that if they would bring them sacrificial lambs that willie and his gang would just stay in in this place to do their stuff right now i'm gonna add a little bit more onto the the lore dump there now before they did the cultist ritual it was just them in costumes so they do the satanic ritual they die the guy the new owner decides he yeah he's gonna keep it open under that same fucking brand for some dumb reason it's not like it's a franchise so then that's when they make the animatronics based off the murdering fucking suits that's dumb already but we get this great scene of sarah the siren up to this little boy who is reaching up to like do a grope and she goes wanna fuck fatty <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to talk about that so yeah, also it's just it's a bad business idea like we're gonna bring this back but we're just gonna keep using the likenesses of the things that just murdered all these people but okay kenny i have i, I have a question because their birthday song willie's birthday song talks about serving families since 1984 but the lore dump only goes back to 1996 for when Jerry, I think when Jerry set up Willie's. So I was wondering, is that a mistake or did I misunderstand that, something? Or is 1984, no, did you're something 100% else happen right. in 1984, you know, outside of this movie? That's a reference to something that I don't know about. No, I, I it's it's listed under a continuity goof that, yeah, you're right. They say it opens in 96 when they say servants since 84. There's nothing to explain that in the movie. Person who wrote the song didn't read the script. Oh, good song, though. Look, oh, I'm telling you, songs. if you can get a hold of this. Yeah, the oh god, I the vinyl's so good. Oh, ugh, so good. So, you should get it. But even Buy after it. this lore dump, Bobby and Kathy immediately go to the fun room. Yeah, yeah. At this, they don't even need the lore dump though. They're well aware these things are murdering. They've all they they all seem to imply that they had some sort of incident there and got away. And all I'm saying is, again, the hormones take over and. Look, these crazy white women just be setting men up for failure everywhere. <laughs> I, I, because, yeah, because this was so weird to me, and she's a little freak freak, I thought, oh, you a freak freak. Kathy was going to turn out to be the daughter of one of the serial killers. I, that's what I thought, too. Ooh, see, that would be a fun twist. Because that been a otherwise, the stupidity just makes otherwise no it makes sense. no sense. Yeah. What? Yeah. It makes no sense. So, so they're off doing that while. Liv is given the lore dump to the janitor, Nick Cage, and he isn't even fucking listening, he care. He's just cleaning. He's got a job to do. And then we do. get six, six little chickens on the end of the line. Uh, yeah, so they're singing a song about, well, that amount of teenagers that came in there, six little chickens, and then two of them die, something like that. Lights go out, I think. Lights pop back up, and the nightman's right behind uh, one of the random friends ba -da -da. that swords him. Oh, God, then he just impales that kid. Yeah, and then he's got to go do a swing on another one, but before he decapitates the other one, he slips in, the kid slips in the blood. <laughs> like, that's a perfect dodge. But you know what time it is? Break time. Break time, punch pop, pinball! And then <laughs> fucking, because we got fucking going on in the other room. So now it's croc time. It's an alligator. Yeah, I know, but I wrote croc time. <laughs> <laughs> So what's dumber than splitting off in the place that you know is dangerous with these killer animatronics to go have sex in another room is you get spooked by one of the animatronics that you know kills people that happens to be in the room with you now that you didn't think it was there before, but we're just going to dismiss it and let's just give it a good show, even though you know it's there to fucking kill you. Are you stupid? I Oh, they are. I, you know, when you, you, you bought... When your ball's deep, you know. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Gotta finish. 
Hey, look, I don't blame Bob. Kathy's a cutie. But it's 100% her fault. Oh, 100%. Well, no, not 100%. He could have said no. No, do you think Bob would be able to do his math in class if she was dressed like that in the classroom with him? No, these women need to cover up. <laughs> I don't I don't agree with that, but... G.I. Joe. You're saying that logic doesn't that track? That logic doesn't that's, really track with me, but... But what if she's showing her shoulder, Daniel? How are you oh, going to concentrate well, on your shoulder? Math? That's next... God damn. The shoulder's God. a lot. Let's, I don't know if it's an ankle. Whew. Look, he he's to blame, too. He's just less to blame. <laughs> Okay, so Chris, Shit, man. Chris, they all split up again, yes. But Chris calls the sheriff finally because we're gonna call in the outside forces. Sheriff immediately hangs up on him when he says where he is. Oh yeah, they call- all have cell phones. Oh, yeah. you can have them here. It's fine because the yeah, people answering fine. the phone don't give a shit. They don't. Yeah, they don't give a shit. But yeah, there's a lot happening at once right here. Just to, so yeah, and, if we jump around on this, and then it's, it's all happening at once. But once he, he calls back and then says lives here, and then she's like, "Put on your balls, Evan. We're going to Willie's." <laughs> right so chris chris is hiding in a little like tiki hut in the jungle room where tinkerbell was earlier yeah uh but the chameleon is going in there like approaching him the one of the other friends is out there the lights are flashing and whatnot and the siren during the lights flashing pops up right behind him and then disappears that was a fucking great shot when the lights were strobing and that happened and then she's gone but then the flashes again then the turtle is behind tito Tito the turtle. behind him. And like, that's great. So this is all happened. They're all about to get murdered. But then, you know what? Break is over. Nick Cage comes back in and he grabs the knight and he just bashed his head in all night. And then he takes his sword and he fucking Highlanders him. There can be only one nighty night. He makes it look so easy. It is to him. Because that's the part where I'm like, yes, he is him. Like he is, like, he is, he is the him. Doom Slayer. Okay, yeah. I, ah, I was, ooh, I was yeah, like, okay. I think this movie takes place in the un unbreakable universe. Okay, yeah. he's one of these he, superheroes with powers. He's literally the Doom guy. He just happened to be in hell, and shit happened, and he took care of it. He needs a new shirt. I don't did did the Croc or Tinkerbell kill the boy who's against the wall, or did he survive so far? I'm trying to remember. He gets eaten in the ball pit, not a ball pit, but a foam pit. Artie the alligator has had enough of the happy, happy, fun sex in the fun room. So the alligator eats Bobby and Kathy. And mm-hmm. then he's Bobby. Kathy's still screaming. That lures everyone's uh, Nick Cage the janitor and live. And he like kicks Nick Cage. Oh. Luther's the door fucking flies off its hinges. Oh, and my yeah, God. at this point, and then cracks open. Kathy the- dies oh. off camera. Yeah, the, the, the tongue action on uh on the alligator. Ah! I do wish they would have plussed it just a little bit and had Nick Cage rip that tongue out with his teeth. Oh, God. You know, a la yes. Kong versus the T-Rex. Just, ah, come I mean, on, come on, would, come on, come on. It was already glorious, but that would have taken it. Just, like, just go go over. No, come on. He, he's cracking. He's no, I'm cracking, saying like that would have, I would have loved head it. head in the yeah. you know, crocodile's mouth like you'd see at a, at a zoo show. It's an alligator. <laughs> and then it just an bites the tongues. Oh, bites the tongue right out. That would have been Come on. That would have been great. Throw your popcorn in the air like you just don't care. It's good stuff. <laughs> you just don't care. So that's another one dead. But also those two people are dead. Well, and we got she Chris still is high. lying. That now, if we want to go with our, she's one of the serial killers. Uh, she's lying there. She doesn't look like anything's happened to her. She's lying with her eyes closed. Oh, she fainted. So she could because be pretending she actually, to be dead. She's actually got blue vulva because she didn't get the climax. And she's fainted from the stress of that. And that uh, is the is first. Is that a real thing? Thing time I've ever heard that in the history of ever. It's like it's lady blue balls. I know what blue balls are. Like it's like that time you. But blue um, balls is a thing. But that's when you get blue balls in your heart, as that one guy told us in. Um, God, what was that series? One of you knows. What True I'm Detective about. season two. Season two. Vince, yes, Vince, Vince Vaughn. Vaughn. Oh, God. It's like yeah. getting blue balls. Blue balls in your heart, and we Look, all America I, went. I'm what? sure. <laughs> I'm sure I didn't make that up, but if I did. Trademarked. I'm giving it to you, buddy. It's yours. You can have it. I, I'm sure I had. I'm sure I heard that somewhere. I'm not that creative. Now we we jump back to Chris hiding in the hut, and we got the ugly chameleon because she says she's ugly. She says I'm not mean like the other ones. They call me ugly and stuff, and I'm just not as mean. And Chris is like, oh well, shit, man. He climbs out, and he's like, I'm sorry, they're mean to you. Why like, is he stupid? Why is can, everyone stupid? I can, I can free you. They know they do murders, man. They know. He's dumb. Chris is so... And then... God, yes. Someone... I think we cut back to the cops or something. Someone says something about sidearms, and I go, aren't all arms sidearms? Because they're all in the... Wow. 
Good oh. stuff. And then we get another we get another lore dump. We do of them show showing the the rest of the whole like we made a deal with them and we will feed you. Here after that scene is where I want Sheriff Tex and Jed to be dead by the end of this movie. We've now seen these things can be taken out. They can be Easily. destroyed. I don't think they tried. Again, they didn't just didn't try. They decided what reality was, but it wasn't the real thing. And they're keep and they have been feeding it families. And I'm not okay with them living by the end of this movie. So they better die. I told this movie they better die. And this movie, you know what it did? It killed them eventually. Yeah. They might have got something else out of it though. In those flashbacks, the mechanic hasn't aged a day from that flashback to now. He looks the exact same. Hmm. Okay. So maybe they get some youth out of it. Ah, I, I don't know, man. Look, what's great about this movie is in the flashbacks, because this is, we've been watching a lot of the Friday movies where the main deaths are kind of shitty. Even the random flashback deaths of people we know nothing about have been, like, kind of fun. They show heads getting ripped off. Like, they show, like, yeah, they, they just show more in these quick cuts. I'm like, come on, that's what I've been missing. Like, I've been so pumped to watch a good movie after watching some trash, and I'm just, I'm happy at this point. Oh, that also shows the sheriff taking the kid home with her, live home with her. That's just weird. Tucking her in. Oh, don't worry, I got you. We get tongue action now back in the present from the chameleon who, you know, tongues up uh, Chris. And the chameleon's skin is doing this cool little stuff with the change in colors. Wanna play, bitch? And then, oh shit, break time again. That's when Nick Cage gives her the pocket knife. It's like, I gotta go. That's dedication. He doesn't do work off the clock. People, don't work off the clock for your companies. You're not part of the family. That's a red flag. When they say you're part of the family, you get the fuck out of there. You don't work off the clock for them. Fuck them. Look, the Nick Cage knows the pinball machine is not going to grind on itself. It needs a it is not. It is not (laughs) Brick time punch pop pinball. Daniel, what did you think when the sheriff eventually gets there, opens, you know, busts through the door and sees like the people are not dead. And it's she finds out that the silent guy has killed some of these supernatural monsters and yet she still wants to sacrifice him. She's stubborn. I don't understand. Like, okay, you probably didn't think you could kill these things before. You've now been shown proof and demonstration that this can be done. And this guy can do it. So you're gonna stop that from happening? Why? There's gotta be the only way to make her not dumb. It's just gonna make them even madder. What have you done? Like, yeah, oh. the only way to make that make sense is if they were getting something else out of the deal. But they don't Unless ever they're just so afraid that. of Willie. Because look, if she had bit, that, that's what it has to be. If she had been in there, because before she busts in there, he's dragging the chameleon down the hallway and fucking the siren and the, tor- the turtle are standing there and he's just walking through and he punches them each in the face and they drop. Yeah. And he, just keeps <laughs> drag- like, he doesn't even fucking pause. He just fucking knocks them out. Like, what? He, he can take them out? Like, say, hey, I don't want you to clean anymore. Just kill them. Yeah, can you just take and take care of this and we'll, we'll, we'll give you all the cars. Yeah, I mean- so... Yeah, they handcuff Nick Cage in the building, like hands behind his back. He's not handcuffed to anything. Is he handcuffed or is it zip ties? I thought I thought it was cuffs. I thought it, it could have been cuffs, ties, but, but I think later, it, but yes, I know he what just, you're referring he just to. Daniel. Breaks it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I like to think it, he would have done that to cuffs too. They, uh, they, uh, the sheriff drags Liv out, puts her in the car. That's when Liv says the line, "No, they're trapped in there with him." Nick Cage gets up because the chameleon and the siren like, you want a menage a trois? He stands up, he fucking kicks the jukebox, starts playing some two-step music. <laughs> By that, do you mean head, shoulders, knees? The honky-tonk version yeah. of head, shoulders, honky-tonk. knees? I need to have this. And I need this song now. Is this... <laughs> well, is this when he start Nick Cage does like the vigorous head nod thing? Like, yeah, like come on, come on. Which is a great like Nick Cage does that better than almost anyone. The sheriff is staying outside just in case more shit happens. The deputy or whatever is leaving with Liv. Liv is basically accusing him of being a you know compliant like com- like complicit like cult member murderer. He's like, I ain't that. I ain't that at all. <laughs> then the the turtle shows up and kills him but then live beats the shit out of the turp tito he's and tito's like no more hey, he no just more. hits him with the gun no. yeah and he's like he just keeps turns- kicking him in like the balls or something he's like favor, no mas no mas <laughs> yeah, he's speaking spanish it's hilarious it's great well, she, live no live knows now their only weapon has been fear she literally watched the janitor punch to him in the face and they dropped <laughs> like rocks so she's like no nah, i just gotta hit him man so, no, no more por favor no uh mas. No so mas. <laughs> he he 
he kicks both of their asses with his hands behind his back. We cut back and he's straddling the Sarah with his taint right in her face. And she's like, ah, goblin on it. And he breaks her neck with his legs. Daniel was right. Thick thighs save lives. Damn right. And then he, he uh, rips the that? lizards all the time. That's your mantra. <laughs> and then he rips the lizard's head off. And then he, he's taking out the trash. Like he's putting them in the bags. He gets a clean shirt. We get another cleaning montage i think is this the part where he walks outside and throws the trash in the chair it's like what the fuck uh-huh. and he just waves yes. yeah and he goes back inside willie's just standing there kind of looming but now it's break time punch pop pinball dance moves for some reason he's got too much caffeine at this point nick is getting it he improvised this whole dance much to everyone's surprise too much caffeine he's flipping around he's going Woo! <laughs> he's had too he's much got- soda <laughs> too much soda they show us the glimpse of that hot dog that confused me and then he does a big triumphant fist in the air he's holding it up there for a while i'm guessing he got a multi-ball well no bonus. he, he got so the score so high that it it reset back down yeah oh he waves at the sheriff after that i'm sorry i was out of order in my notes the sheriff i mean maybe they thought it would be difficult to kill these things at the beginning but it's clearly not sense. a suicide mission at this point why are you still so insistent on feeding Willie. Maybe they think they'll somehow bring their spirits back in another thing. Who fucking knows? Or maybe she's, she's like, yeah, we made a deal. Yeah, she's <laughs> very you, deal. Don't, you don't go back on a deal. Not when Satan's involved. <laughs> <laughs> this place is looking good. He, She goes back in there, points the gun at him. She's like, Willie, I'm so sorry, man. Here he is. You come eat him. You fucking come. You, hey, he's all yours. But you know what? Willie doesn't want to be fed. Willie wants to Willie hunt. Willie wants to hunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Willie pops up behind her and fucking slashes her in half. Her torso goes flying up. Did you guys see it stuck on the ceiling? Yes. Briefly? Yeah, her torso's hanging from the ceiling. Her legs are just standing there. Blood's going everywhere. He just fucking cleaned. On top of that, now there's blood everywhere. Wally, Willie signals the fucking confetti thing to fire everywhere. So now there's blood and confetti everywhere. That, 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 that would really piss me off. And now we get our, our boss fight. Willie is slashing the shit out of the janitor. Until the janitor gets knocked into the ball pit, gets to be reborn, right? <laughs> yep, that's what that symbolizes. I, 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 you say reborn, I say the ball pit is the Lazarus. Uh, um, the Lazarus pit, Laz- yeah. Lazarus pit, yeah. the Lazarus pool. He is resurrected. Yeah. He's yeah. He he's like yeah. He's pissed. He's like okay. He goes back to his break room because Willie seems to think he's dead. He's in the ball pit. He's drowning. Okay, everyone knows you can drown in there. Plus those things are dirty as hell. That's why they stopped having them. He goes. He gets his burlap sack. He puts his punch pop back in the burlap sack. He takes his two halves of the mop handle, tapes them together for an even more sturdy weapon, and he's like, "I'm fucking back, bitches!" And he gets out there, uh, some, and he uh, he rematch, and he's really gonna look. I think he's ruined those punch pops. You know, by shaking them up all like that. Yeah, but they drink them just fine later. They got to be like flat as hell or something. I don't know. They're they would have exploded in the car later, but it's a good fight, right? Yeah. 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 He fucking <laughs> he fucking beats the shit out of Willie. A round two. I, he yeah. He does he rip his head off or how does he kill this one? What was the finishing blow? I just he beats him down. Uh, I'm not remembering how fucking Willie died. I just know he beats the. Sh- I think he just pulverizes him. Did he? Does he take his head off? Because he's been like ripping out the animatronic spines and heads of most of them, either cutting their heads off and, or ripping out, giving them good Mortal Kombat fatalities. Gonna need a new shirt. We're playing some Skinnered Freebird. Got some Freebird. And oh, it's so funny. I laugh because we hear the I'm like, oh, really? You're playing Freebird? And then he gets the keys. Tex and Jed show up. Gets the keys back for hot rodding in his car. Yeah. And he goes into his car and then he turns the volume up on Freebird. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, this is so yeah, He funny. turns it up. Yeah. So I think the text guy, that's a fake mustache. That is way too uniform and like smooth for looking that thick. It's weird. That's a fake mustache. Both those guys are like, what the fuck? Also, this is the part where, again, I'm like, where is he? Where does he go from here? Because I want to fall. I want to keep following this character. That's why I'm like, yeah, he's going to I want a sequel where he continues to run into fucked up shit. I said, maybe we just go with more like creepypasta type like icons. Like he fights Slenderman or uh, what, uh, Jeff the Killer, all, all those little random things that people like online. He fights this is phone. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Liv shows up and she like sees him in the car. She's like, yep, going with you. Like just gets in the car with him randomly. Like, OK, I'm your new daddy, I guess. It's not, I guess. It's he hands her a can, and on the can, what does it say? Something in the kisser. Oh my god, no! It says pop. Oh, oh he's her pop. He's her pop. He hands oh, her a can. It says oh, pop on it. 
And so they're going to leave. She drinks the pop punch because that's, you know, I need well, to know you're cool. All my, are, are you a cop? If you're cool, you got to drink that in front of me. He immediately ruins his new tires by doing a sick burnout. And then, you know, the mechanic's like, that's one tough hombre. Oh, it's actually over. Well, we could reopen this place. I'm thinking like a text. Uh, like a uh, country style restaurant it's like yeah you get a mechanical bull people love that bring him in i don't think you go with anything mechanical anymore but whatever then we get, <laughs> get a real bull sarah the siren yeah you get a real bull is right behind her car who she's fed in uh because i guess breaking her neck didn't get the job done she's fed a rag into the gas tank and lit it on fire and blows it up now the shot of her exploding away from the back of the vehicle i think is fucking hilarious so she just did a suicide bombing I, yeah, she's maybe. like, look, Willie's dead. Why? Done. We're done. You could have survived. I don't know. Don't worry about it. Then we run over Tito as we're driving. <laughs> well, over you say nice... over, I say through. Yeah, but our car, man, come on, <laughs> Tito. Tito, no uh, Poor turtle, though, shouldn't have been in the road. Also, Nick Cage never peed. He drank a lot of Punch Pop. This soundtrack is so soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I mm-hmm, bought it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so good. So apparently this was, they claim they were using elements from the 2016 conspiracy theory around Pizzagate with the Comet Ping Pong Pizzeria. That's not what Pizzagate was. Chef James Alephantis. That's just what it says. I'm not, I'm just telling you what they're saying. Well, that's kind of what Pizzagate, so I mean. It was a pedophile ring in the basement of. Sure, but you, 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 so you change it a little bit. You take inspiration, all right? Okay, but that's like saying, but. I'm 90% sure Pizzagate took inspiration from Five Nights at Freddy's. Of course, yes. It's all time (laughs) is a loop. (laughs) Well, I mean, it says despite similarities, it's not a Five Nights at Freddy's adaptation. Well, right, because you didn't get to wink because he had already sold the license to someone else. Yeah, Bloomhouse has it, and they're they're actually working on their movie right now, which I'll go watch. I, I will watch. It has a lot to live up to. I like, so, music. I'm always into the music. The ending song to this mu- movie has the lyrics, Call me crazy, call me insane, love me or leave me, it's all the same. I'll be gone before you get my name. And we never get his name. That's true. And we never wow. do. Wow. Well, it's it's Nick Nick Cage is the... It's Nick, this is just Nick Cage. This was, you know, just Nick Cage. Movies where he plays just the cage are fantastic because he's got an unbearable weight of massive talent that he has to deal with. Okay, go watch that movie if you haven't, but also watch this. So now, what would your recommendation? Five Nights at Freddy aside, I well, I would recommend you watch the lore videos for Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, watch almost anything that Nick Cage made around this time <laughs> if you want just more Nick Cage, because <laughs> a lot of this is. This would have worked without without Nick Cage, but it works so much better with him. Go watch Nick Cage where he's allowed to be his cagiest. Go watch go watch Parents. Go watch Mandy. Color Out of Space isn't going to be as fun Nick Cage, but it's good Nick Cage. It's solid. It's, yeah, it's a good movie. It's just not kind of wacky like this. Watch The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It's, not, it's comedy, but it's still great Nick Cage. Watch Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe the Garbage Pail Kids movie. Nah. You could maybe, Never you can maybe that. do any Child's Play stuff. Okay. I mean, if you're, if you're just wanting killer dolls and crap like that, Child's Play, Mithrigan. How does this yeah, rank watch Mithrigan. As, as far as video game adaptations? Well, Even it's though it's not, not an adaptation. I know, but it is. So would you put this above Mortal Kombat? No. Oh, I would. Although I did, I did think the music reminded me of the Mortal Kombat movie. The Five Nights at Freddy movie will be better to me than the games have been. I, I'm going to try one of the newer ones and see if they've really... I think in the newest one, like, up. you can make your own levels or something. Well, that'd be cool. They've got so much... It's it's it, For such a small, like, random game, it grew into this massive fucking empire. It's also a really interesting case of, like, someone taking criticism for a previous game and then turning that into that because uh for his previous game someone complained that the characters all looked like uh demonic animatronics so then he's like okay so then he did that i wish i enjoyed them but they're just not they're too i don't even want to say slow paced i'm okay with slow paced game it's just you're sitting and waiting for something like yeah at least in the first couple not enough numbers or something i love yeah i'll have big big numbers but there's there's books there's graphic novels like my my 10 year old loves this universe like i've flipped through some of the graphic novels with her a lot of child death i'll point that out i'm fully okay with that because you know hey if she's taking any interest in the genre i'm going to foster that because 
I'm not going to force you to like horror, but God, if you're going to show interest in it, I'm going to, I have access <laughs> to some horror. I'm going to give it to you. So video, video game adaptations. I'm going to go Castlevania anime, Last of Us, Mortal Kombat, and then sure this. Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, I was going to say, what were you putting uh, Super Mario Bros.? Oh, that's also Sonic is really good. As far down, as, as far down as I haven't as seen, I haven't gravity seen Sonic. Will allow. Nor have I ever played a Sonic game. This really fucks over the Five Nights at Freddy's movie. They gotta really hope their lore is a good sticking point for people that. But it's kind of like a case of like, why, why it take you so long? Yeah, they've been trying to get something going on it forever. I mean, I think the first Five Nights at Freddy's was what was it 2014? I feel like is what I looked up. It's it's one of those things that's been in development hell. Now they claim this is one of those scripts that was high on the horror list to get developed. I forget what they call it, like the blood. It's the blacklist, yeah. So they've been wanting to develop this for a while, but I don't know when it was actually written. I'm gonna assume after 2014. <laughs> because yeah. Watch this movie and if you really need a Jones in and you like this kind of thing, you're not gonna be it's not gonna be as action packed if you go play Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, night. it's nothing. It's actually nothing like this movie, yeah. Yeah, you're not fighting back, I don't think. It's like Night Trap. Everyone loves Night Trap. <laughs> Try and not know what Night Trap is. I don't know what Night Trap is. The old FMV game that was like on, what, Sega CD or Saturn? Night Trap is what made all the video game people have to go in front of Congress. That and Mortal Kombat. It's kind of the same thing. You're in a room, you're watching monitors, uh, you're having to hit buttons to spring traps and whatnot. Night World, Door of Hell. So it's a LAPD officer, takes a job as a head of security at an old apartment building in Bulgaria's capital, uh, Sofia. He soon, to begin, soon begins to experience a series of bizarre and terrifying events. Once he begins to delve deeper into the building's sinister history and investigate the shadowy owners, shadowy? And past shadowy, shadowy owners and past employees, Brett soon uncovers a malevolent force nestled deep in the bowels of the building that will do anything to be set free into the world. It wasn't an amazing movie, but if you like, if you want something closer to, I guess, those games, that's, I think he's sitting there looking at a camera for a lot of it. I don't know. We've, we've given you some good wrecks. There's probably some good books. Mannequins by uh, <laughs> Stephen Graham Jones. Ryan won't say that because it makes him feel bad. I haven't finished it because it makes me sad. Night of the Mannequins. Night of the Mannequins. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Any other book or game wrecks? Surely there's a game where we go run through and kill haunted things, but we're dumb right now. It's got a 5.5 out of 10. How do you guys feel about that? <laughs> all at once? Oh, you say the number all at once? Like our number? I'm assuming mean, you guys are clamoring to tell me what you guys feel about the 5.5. Se seven? I, I mean, I don't... Does, does, that, does that mean people generally don't like it or do like it? Is this out a full 10? scale or is yeah, this a video game 5.5 scale. out of 10. Okay, then this I is a IMDb scale. IMDb uses the full scale because like Crocs like a three, right? So <laughs> Sharkside was a three, I think. Four. They're all fours. The only thing that's hit three is Cthulhu Sandworm of Dune. Okay. And why why did Cthulhu hit three? Because I fell asleep. It couldn't get that four star. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Was I, it in focus? I can see it. Could I hear yes. what people were saying? Maybe. Yes. Am, I, am I pretty sure everyone got paid? Did yes. I fall asleep? There's your big four right there, okay? Were there whole heapings of fish rape? <laughs> that's, yes. That's too niche. <laughs> to me, a 5.5 is too low. I say a 7. I yeah, said this 7. Is, this, is, this is a solid, yeah, I could say fun a horror movie. Yeah, this is Give good. it a this number. Is, I don't care about numbers. Banana. Give it a number. It gives it 7 pop punches out of 10. Oh, that's a lot. Or punch pops. That's a lot. It's too much caffeine. It's a lot. And this is the part where I jump in here to tell you about our next and final episode before our Spooktober Marathon. It's a shift in tones to something a little more serious and with a lot more to chew on. It's 2022's Something in the Dirt, which is, of course, part of the Justin Benson and Aaron Scott Moorhead film universe. So you know it's going to give you something to think about. You know you're going to have complicated characters that you're just not always sure how you feel about. So after you're done liking and subscribing us wherever you're listening to this lovely podcast, you need to go watch Something in the Dirt and then meet back up with us in two weeks. Well, well, well. How do we end these things? I think what do we do? I've been your, uh, um, Wait, don't fuck it up. Oh, okay. Don't pour gas where I pour gas, okay? <laughs> I've been your <laughs> horrible host. Oh boy. Who loves playing pinball and it's almost a sexual experience for me, Kenny. I just pulled a hair out of my mouth, Daniel. 
I've, I've been your fistful of caffeine to your kisser, Ryan. Uh, happy birthday, motherfuckers. It's your birthday. Birthday.